Welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And it's been a hot minute, Jeremy. Oh, it definitely has been a hot minute. <laughs> we haven't uh, we haven't been uh, doing uh, any episodes for a while. Yeah. Um, life got in the way for a little bit, and then some other things got in the way, yes. which we will tell you about. Um, I contracted COVID, and I was in the hospital for 34 days, and uh, Jeremy got it from me. You were in how long? About eight days? Uh, yeah. Well, I was sick for about a... I was really sick for so about, a week. Yeah, for about um, a week. Yeah. And then uh, it got bad enough that I went to the hospital. So oh. I was in the hospital for eight days. So uh, we haven't really done much yes. since then. A lot of recuperating yeah. and a lot of getting back to but, normal. Uh, I'm not fully... My voice isn't fully there. So if I do kind of have a little crackle in my voice, I apologize. Um, it's just me trying to catch my breath. If I have a little crackle in my bad. voice, it's because I'm so excited for today's it's, movie. You're so excited for today. We're doing episode 131. Um, I just kind of want to, you know, we don't have to talk. I mean, wear a yeah. mask, people. Yeah, wear a mask. That's people. what we're going to say. Wear a mask. Yeah, wear a mask. And social distance yourself and uh, be good to people. Be nice to people. Be conscious. Be, con- be, be conscious, conscious of others. Yeah. yeah. Of others. But we are doing, uh, but we're doing sequels. We are. That's what we do yes. around here. We're doing episode 131 of the Deuce Podcast. We're doing Steven Spielberg's follow-up to Jurassic Park called The Lost World, colon, Jurassic Park. Yes. Interesting, though, that it is a, uh, it's got the sequel sequel title before the, yeah, it's not like Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yes. Starring Jeff Goldblum from the first movie. Uh Yes. Julianne Moore Uh from Hannibal. I just like saying that's, that she's that's what you're, you're gonna pick from Hannibal. Yes, I'm picking Hannibal. Okay, oh, from Boogie Nights. Yes, from Julianne Moore from <laughs> uh, from David Duchovny's Evolution. <laughs> from Magnolia. No, I don't want to go like something prestigious like Far from Heaven. Yes. No, no, no way. <laughs> um, and uh, what's his face? Can't think. Of his name. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yes, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn from Wedding Crashers. Yes, Swingers. There you go. He was uh, he was in Swingers before this movie. So this was his first kind of big role, and he gets cast in um, uh, a Steven Spielberg movie. In fact, um, they wanted to use the theme song to Jaws in order for them to do that. They uh, Steven Spielberg had to be there for a screening to get permission. Yeah. And so that's how he met Vince Vaughn, cast him in this movie. So, and he's not too Vince Vaughn-y in this movie. No, he's he's very much still like, um, he's still pretty controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, because he just, it's one of those things where like when you start to earn your style, like to where you have yeah. some freedom to be like, oh, what are you talking about? What are you going to do with about this? What are you doing? Your money, baby. And you yeah. just keep blathering on. Like he's not there yet where he's got that kind of freedom. He's still very, uh, he's very controlled with this one. And it's, it seems like, I, I think you're right. Like it's very, um, it's Vince Vaughn. You can tell it's Vince Vaughn. Like he's still got the can same you go acting back style. To where you said I was right. No. Okay. Uh, I will edit that part out okay. later. That's fine. Uh, so it doesn't get made into a ringtone. Mm, it will. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's very. You have him. You have him talking, and it feels very Vince Vaughn, but not to like where he's. It's not that annoying. The privilege of being like super Vince Vaughn. Yeah, super annoying. Yeah, annoying is yeah. It can be. I, I don't know if like very loud and like brash. I think sure. it's more of the sure. Yeah, and then I guess when the role applies to do it, yeah, this role doesn't really lend itself to being loud and obnoxious. Yeah, in, in those sorts. The tagline for this movie was "Something has survived," mm. Mm, which is a wonderful tagline for this. The that was on yeah. the posters. Again, this came out in 1997. Do we have a plot synopsis, Jeremy? We do have a plot we synopsis. Do? We wow, do? Wow, we're on top of it. I almost, for being away. I, I seriously was like, what is it that I always do when we start this these episodes? And yeah. so then I remembered, oops, I need to go get that. By the that. way, I want to say that we are we are doing way, way better yes. than what we are. So um, we appreciate um, everyone in the podcast community that's reached out to us, by the way, um, and uh, just wish us good wishes. Yeah. So we appreciate that. But go ahead. With our plot synopsis of what I think is one of Steven Spielberg's worst movies, <laughs> um, 
Jurassic Park, The Lost World. And I watched AI. Yeah. uh, No, I actually like AI. I need to watch it again. I watched that. I hated it when I was young. That's actually more of a decent movie than you think. I think we should rewatch that, but that's just good then. We will. Fine, we will. And I think Jude Law is great in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. The movie picks up four years after the disaster at Jurassic Park. On a nearby island, dinosaurs have secretly survived and been allowed to roam free. But now there is a more ominous threat from InGen, a plan to capture and bring the dinosaurs to the mainland. John Hammond, who has lost control of his InGen company, sees a chance to redeem himself for his past mistakes and sends an expedition led by Ian Malcolm to reach the island before the mercenary team gets there. Yeah. The two groups confront each other in the phase of extreme danger and must team up for their own survival in a race against time. We we must say that uh, Richard Attenborough's back from the first movie. Guess um, who's back? <laughs> I like Richard, Richard Attenborough. Yeah. And he's also a good director as well. So he's, yeah. he's directed lots of good movies. And he was in the um, the off-Broadway production of The Mousetrap. Was he really? Yeah, well, I did The Mousetrap in college. But I yeah, know you did. That's how I know that. You tell me all the time. Yeah, you tell well, me daily. You know, I, I, yeah. Yeah. You find ways to do <laughs> When you picked me up at the hospital, I was like, remember when I was in the mousetrap? You're like, oh, this reminds me of when I was this in the reminds mousetrap. Me Did I ever tell that. you I was in the mousetrap? Yeah. <laughs> so, How we um, saved theater? So let me, before we get too far into this too, I want to say. Too late. <laughs> long story short. Too late. Um, no, I, so in, when I was in high school, my dad read, well, maybe I was in middle school. Whatever, whenever Jurassic Park, the book, you know, the novel had already been out. Probably the movie school, came out, right? and Dad wanted to read it, so it was after the movie came out. Okay, and so we read that. Then um, we had bought the Lost World, the book, the book, yeah, and I wanted to read it, and uh, I had an American Lit class. Mm-hmm. Uh, in and my my teacher was big about. She would always give you extra credit if you would write something extra, like a uh, something that went beyond just um, the synopsis of the book. Sure. Or like Do you whatever. remember her name? What was her name? Lisa Shetler. Well, you don't have to give her first name. I just thought Mrs. You know, whatever. Well, it's fine. It's okay. fine. She was an amazing teacher. She okay. really was. So, and she still teaches. Uh, her, her students love her, so they still talk about her. But, mm. um, so Miss Shetler. Uh, so she would give us credit. So like, um, she would do, she would challenge you to do things like I wrote a, um, I got two extra credit pieces for, um, the lost world. Jurassic no, Park. for, I did one for that one. Um, green eggs and ham. I don't know. I'm just throwing out books. <laughs> no, it, the name alludes me, but anyway, but, um, catch your eye. But like, I would do things where like, you could write a short, like a, a short story from another character's perspective, oh, okay. or you could write a synopsis of like a, or like a comparison between the movie, an essay comparing the movie to the book. Um, and like I did that with the Scarlet Letter. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of those I compared because the movie came out around then. Uh, and then, which was, oh God, terrible. I did that with the 18. And did you? Yeah. The book, the 18. Yeah. 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 It's great. <laughs> the, the novelization. The novelization of the 18. I'm not getting on that plane, said B.A. Baracus. (laughs) Uh, uh, um, But no, one of the things was I thought, well, this is great. We have have to pick a a novel by an American author. And The Lost World, I wanted to read it. So I figured kill two birds with one stone. I'll read it and I'll use it for my class. Kill two pterodactyls with one stone. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That's correct. Yes. Well, dinosaurs are... Kind of, you know, they evolve into birds. So, kind of. Okay. But uh, I was like, this is great. They're going to make a movie of this that coincides about the time when I'll be done reading. Be perfect. I'll see that, and then I'll write a report about mm-hmm. it. And I was furious. Yeah, well. So, the, to me, out of those book series, the sequel book is actually better. Sure. Um, The, the first one sets up a lot. It's a great read. Um, but the second one takes it like a step further and increases it and you get to see other things. There's this one, there's a dinosaur called the Carnotaurus, I think its name is. And it's basically. I'm sorry. Are you making fun of the way dinosaurs are? No, I'm not making fun of dinosaurs. Yeah. Carnotaurus. Would you call it? Carnotaurus. Just because the dinosaur is a little slow doesn't mean that you need to. No? Carnotaurus. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. 
Uh, so the dinosaur is actually like a chameleon style mm-hmm. thing. He has like a the chromatophores or whatever they call them. The like the where it can shift its color. Mm-hmm. Shapeshifter. No, not shapeshifter. Just the color shift. Like it, it camouflages. Okay. So like like a squid or like an octopus, something okay. like that. Um. So or a chameleon. Uh, so, but they have this cool scene where they're trying to like turn on all or these. Boy George, karma chameleon. It's a big karma chameleon. Uh, it it only changes into red, gold, or green. Yeah, red, no gold, other color. Green. Yeah. The uh, so no, but it's got this cool scene where they're trying to we're back, people turn on the power, and something is out there and they can't see it, but it's like it's uh chameleon effect is so strong that like. They it jumps out at the page for you. They right? can't. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's. It was probably the one of the tensest moments in that book, right. and I was like, "This is crazy." And they end up defeating it because they take flashlights and start swinging. Because they yeah. showed like when you even when the flashlight would go across it, like the there would be a white streak where it looked like it was mm-hmm. mimicking the light, and so they kept flashing things on and off to it, which overloaded it basically, mm-hmm. and it kind of zonked out or ran off or whatever. Um, but it was an amazing scene, and I was like, "I don't know how they're going to do this." But I'm for it. Like, I'm all about this. Um, and even they put out a Jurassic Park Lost World, like, game mm-hmm. uh, around Did the same the time. Did they have the flashlights in that one, too? There was a, you yeah. fought the Carnotaurus in that one. Because so, I think they yeah. were, they were didn't know how the movie was going to be. So they based it off the stuff that was in the book. And uh, then it wasn't in the movie. In fact, the movie is so far, like, they combine characters. Like, uh, Ian Malcolm has a daughter... Uh, who also has a friend named RB who sneaks uh, sneaks uh, right. to the island with them. Right. And, and, and two characters, and instead they just combine them gives into Gives them one. roast beef sandwiches. Yes, that's him. Mm. Yeah. And so, like, there's so much stuff that they... It's funny, there's so much that they leave out of this one that they end up... So you were kind of like saying, because you've watched three. the movie, or because you've read the books. Yeah. And you kind of say, like, two and three, because you've seen three, are kind of like, if you put those together... The best of the books are kind of scattered throughout the movies. Right? Yeah, they take they take moments out of those and scatter them throughout. So it. why don't we talk about the one that we're going to talk about? Yeah, let's right? do that. Which is Lost World Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Um. So, like, I mean, how did you feel? Because basically, the um, Jeff Goldblum character, he, he kind of we're we're meant to assume that he's dead in the first book. Yes. Right. But they kind of write that off. In the second book, and they said, "Well, the doctor did a good job." Yeah, and my, so he's alive in the, in the my, second book. My dad and I, when we read that, I was like, "Dad, Ian Malcolm's alive in this." And yeah, it's like what? Because in the first book, Ian Malcolm, um, one of the things they always have in the um, one of the things that they show in the movie, there's a that attorney Gennaro who he runs away when the T Rex comes and hides in the toilets. Right. Um. That is what Ian Malcolm does uh, originally in the books. He like runs and that's when he gets injured because he's being cowardly. So, uh, but Jeff Goldblum didn't want that. So that's not how it works in the movie. In the movie, he was being heroic. So in this movie, he's the hero. Yes. But what I'm asking you is how do you feel about Jeff Goldblum being kind of our hero? And then Jeff, go ahead. I'm okay with, so in the book, I was okay with Ian Malcolm right. being the hero because he... I could kind of see that. Yeah, it, it is a little bit of a character change, but you almost get like in the book and even in the movie, I think Jeff Goldblum does a pretty good job of like... I don't know. Well, he's not like... It's um, like Tom Hanks playing the Dante's Inferno like character. Uh, yeah. It just kind of doesn't quite fit. Yes. There's something a little off. But I also like, I don't see it as a traditional like action hero right. he's to me he's got it's like he's got ptsd he's he's very like scared of what's coming with the dinosaurs he doesn't he want to go there yeah he only steps up to go save his girlfriend true um you know and i don't they they treat him kind of like this unconventional action hero until like the last 30 minutes of the movie and then it just turns into a regular, you know, popcorn action flick. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with Jeff Goldblum. We're not yeah. quite getting the Jeff Goldblumy kind of performance that we normally get from him. Yes. This is a I mean, this of course 
what Steven Spielberg does when he does sequels, like what he did with um, the uh, Indiana Jones movie, it's always like darker the second time. Yeah. This is not really the kid-friendly version of Jurassic Park that we've come to know from the first movie, which I can see kind of uh, like would frustrate a little bit of people yeah. that might be going for the thrill ride. Instead, it becomes less of a thrill ride and becomes more of a thriller itself. Yeah. In a way. Um, Because there's more aspects where I get more tensed when there wasn't that many dinosaurs there. Yeah. Um, But they were put in situations where they had to, like, survive. Yes. You know, uh, and uh, I'll come up with uh, that scene here in a moment. But uh, I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, But uh, as far as Jeff Goldblum is concerned, it's just, you're right. He is, like, a different kind of hero. But it's it's just kind of like, I kind of wanted... It's like you always want Sam Neill to be in these movies. Yes. You know what I mean? Or you want, like, Laura Dern. Like, you want, like, those original characters yeah. to be there because they just have that. And he does show up in the, in the third movie. Yeah. Which I'm just like, that just sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I think my, my problem, though, with, with Jeff Goldblum, I think a problem a lot of people had with his performance is in the first movie, um... And and I don't think that he's more of a comic relief in it. Well, I think that the Jeff Goldblum that we get in this movie was how I saw him a lot more in the past. Like he was very subdued and whatever, yeah. but he kind of got this cult fame from being, uh, being in the first movie with the mm-hmm. oh yeah, you know, yeah life well, finds a way and yeah. you know, just Goldblum, kind of making yeah. sound. Well, check out my, my glasses. <laughs> like he just. Apartments.com. Yeah. Basically, basically, that's you see a lot of like the stuff that people now rem- know him right. for. Right. You see in his character. Try um, to find an apartment with apartments.com. Yeah. That's my Jeff Goldblum. It's, it's, it is definitely an impression. Yeah. Thank the, you. The, uh, um, I had COVID for heaven's you, you can't use that for everything. I'm going to use it for everything. You can't. Don't Please make fun of my impression. I had COVID. Don't make fun of my impressions COVID. of Jeff Goldblum. Don't make fun of my judging of your impressions. I also had COVID. You want to hear my Dolly Parton? Hi, I'm Dolly Parton. COVID. Don't make fun of it. <laughs> I'm the COVID kid. The um, um, but I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, Let's. I think so. People had a lot of problems. Like one of the common complaints I saw about this movie too with Jeff Goldblum is that it's he's, Jeff Goldblum. He's not Jeff Goldblumy enough. He's yeah, not doing it really is because there's moments when like we they're they do a joke towards about fifty minutes into the movie when it actually becomes kind of still Spielbergy. Yeah. And they do a joke and it falls flat for us because we're like, You weren't joking yeah. through the whole movie and then you have this one joke and then you don't even carry that on. Yeah. Like you're funny. You that's it's a funny joke if it would have kept going. Like if it would have started a joke yes. beforehand, yeah. Agreed. But we're but they, they they're serious and they almost just died in the scene, right? And yeah. they go, he's like, uh, "Can I get you anything?" And they're like, "A rope, also a cheeseburger." Yeah, make mine you know, with fries. Make, make mine, mine with, with this. Can I get a chocolate? No pickles on mine. Apartments.com. <laughs> so anyway, so I wanted to talk about Julianne Moore in this movie because I love Julianne Moore. Um, but in this movie, she did this movie to pay off a divorce settlement. Did she really? That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> um, and part of me loves that, and part yeah. of me doesn't love that because she's kind of phoning it in, in this movie. She is very phoning it. In in this you movie. can you can kind of tell that, and she want also wanted to work with Steven Spielberg. Well, yeah. Um, but you she's take it where you can get it. She's I kind mean, of just doing. Uh, she's doing a paycheck so she can you know do another independent movie. Where she can get nominated for Academy Award, yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just like one of those, one of those things where I'm just like, oh, Julianne Moore. There's more to you than this. There's more like, to you. And then at the beginning of this, I even pointed it out. She looks kind of strung out, and I don't know if that was just the character or her yeah. just being up for hours, just going, God, I'm dreading this movie. That well, she probably was stressed in her real life. Right, she probably I mean, was being, you know, and also I'm being divorced by makeup choice or whoever you know. her husband was. But yeah, but um. Yeah, and it's, she was trying it's to find not her, an apartment. It's not her best performance. And actually, what? She probably was trying to find an apartment. Jeff Goldblum helped her <laughs> with apartments. Ah, ah, ah. Um, yes, apartments.com. Yes, apartments. Uh, apartments. Uh, 
By the way, our episode is brought to you by Apartments.com. <laughs> Every time we We're mention back, them, people. we get a new apartment. We are back. I just, uh, we are sorry. The, We're sorry. The, um, no, she definitely... It, it's weird because like this is a role where I, I think the character can be very... Um, it could be a very interesting character because she's this you know, animal behaviorist. Yeah. And like, she's, she's there was, very there was excited about there. it. Yes. Yeah, there just was. like the whole movie there was. Um, but I think that, uh, part of the problem is it, it was just very phoned in. And actually I mentioned the, the movie evolution earlier. Yeah. Talk about a movie where Julianne Moore, it's not her normal she's, thing. She can, she's got comedy, but she, yeah, she did this she comedic nerdy thing and she was very into the character. And yeah. I, I feel like, um, and it, it gets mentioned in the book, Kelly, uh, Ian's daughter. Right. You might know her from uh, yeah, Ian Malcolm's daughter. Yeah. You might know her as young student number two from the West Wing. Yes. That's from her. an episode of the West Wing. Yes. That's which true. one? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so but there's she, a West Wing connection there, but go ahead. There you go. No, she, um, she in the books, she loves, uh, Julianne Moore's character. Because she sees her as this strong, like yeah, I can probably see female the, the, with whatever. I, obviously, I haven't read the book, but I can see like yeah. her looking up to her. Yes, and it like they talk about that where she's kind of like this, like almost like a Wonder Woman type person to her. You mm. know, like this very archetypal woman, um, strong female. Uh, but I don't quite get that role model her in this. No, I don't either. Um, the thing that gets me is like there's potential. I think like she she missed out on this great opportunity to place this strong female character is still, I mean, she's still a strong female person, but not like she was in the books. Um, but also she missed out on like females are strong as hell. (laughs) You missed out on like, you could have been that, Hey, I'm kind of a geek chic kind of, I know that wasn't like the big thing in the day, but like, Hey, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm sorry, Scorty Weaver. I don't care. Like I'm a, I'm a woman in science. Yeah. And I'm super strong as right. you know, like it, I'm I'm tough and resilient. Like I think she's missing out on that. Um, I think it would have been a great. I just don't character. think it, there's a lot of people that didn't care. They yeah. were just like, let's move this along. Let's do this. I really yeah. think Steven Spielberg was like, just move it along. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think it was just for like a paycheck for a lot of people. Yeah, and I think this suffers from a bad script. I don't oh, yeah. necessarily think. I think it's there's some good directed scenes in this movie. Yeah, including the terrible sequence at the end there's some fine okay Spielbergian moments that are a little cheesy yeah but I think that, that for the most part it is can we talk about uh, who I think is underrated in this movie who is like Richard Schiff yes Richard Schiff's character kind of gets a little like not the the greatest send-off no and I, like, but I think eaten. that happens I think that something similar happens to him in the book though too yeah but I'm like it and that's fine but he's the first person that dies, right? Yes. If anything, these poach hunters, which basically this is just a like, hey, hunting's bad kind of movie. Like some of these people could have died before him. I think that would have been less of a blow for me. Yeah. Especially because he died trying to save their lives. Yes. And I just was all like, this is actually a decent scene with Richard Schiff. Yeah. Again, the West Wing connection, um, you know, with the, you know, young student number two. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Which that was your best role since Jurassic Park, Lost World. Anyway, um, I just think that like you see him going through the mud and him trying like yes. his hardest to, and I'm like he's the one trying the hardest out of like everyone in this they're, movie. Yeah, it seems they like. climb about ten feet up the rope and they keep sliding back down. Yeah, um, and that that he was probably it was weighed down by Vince Vaughn's ego. Yes, that he would soon have. Yeah, probably. The um that scene was um like in the book was like was more tense um and I actually think it's tense in the movie it is but so actually in the other one I think that the the bus thing rips apart at the accordion part um oh, okay. and there's a part where you know where like Ian grabs Judy Tenuta plays it yes that's okay. the, you know where where Ian so uh there is a tense part where Julianne Moore she lands on the glass. 
of the back window. I love that scene. It's cracking and, very slowly. Yeah, every time like where her fingers touch, it's like, one it of my cracks. favorite parts of the that, movie. It's it's well that scene is well done, and you but can tell that they like they sculpted again. a lot around that where they were yeah. like, we really want this to be in here. Mm-hmm. In the book, now like uh, when the glass finally breaks out on her this time, she starts falling. Um, you know, Ian grab, grabs a hold of her backpack. That's how he catches her. They, mm-hmm. she grabbed, they both have so a hold of the backpack. So that's the same. No, no? in okay. the book, he grabs the only thing he can, which is her, her hair. hair. I'm so just going to guess her hair, po- right? He's pulling her by her hair. Yeah. And so like, it's that much more tense because she's in pain, but she's trying to like grab his arm okay. and pull herself up. Yeah. And so like, there's that extra like, oh my God, kind of moment. Mm-hmm. So, um. Was she that, a redhead in the book too? I think so. No, just, I can't wondering. remember honestly, but I thought she was. Like I thought I think so she has no soul. That's so just, perfect. Yeah, yes. Whatever. Correct. She's pretty soulless in this movie. I'm Mommy, sorry, Julia. Mommy Moore. says each I one of my Julianne freckles Moore. is like a kiss from an angel. <laughs> There's wonderful Julianne Moore performances. This is not one of them. No. So um how do we feel about the the main poacher? I can never think of his name, so I just call him uh Pete blah blah blah. Uh it's Yes, rest in peace. He's a wonderful actor. He's very underrated in a very underrated Ben Affleck directed movie called The Town, which he's amazing in that movie. Um, You might know him from Usual Suspects as well. Um, Had one of those faces that you just know and always kind of plays that kind of mean looking thing. I check out The Town. I think that's a a wonderful underrated movie. Um, But uh, there's a scene where like he just leaves. Yeah, it's okay. So there's like before this, they go off to like San Diego. And yeah, there's that. this very clear division in the movie, um, because in uh, well, let's talk about actually maybe well we'll come back to it. But the uh, there's a division in the movie where like they transition from being on the island to being in a city, and uh, at the end of this, he he is brought down a T Rex with tranquilizers, mm-hmm. uh, and he. They're like, are you, aren't you going to come with us? And he's like, no, I've seen enough death. And just like wanders off. And then we never hear from the guy. Yeah, it's such a weird It's just such a weird moment. moment. Um, there's So there's certain things I, I don't like and like about um, this movie, for instance, with the special effects. Like I like the dinosaurs. Yeah. I really do. I think the dinosaurs are fine. Um, some of them are a little, little off, but that comes yeah. with just being from 1997. But for the most part, I'm okay with them. I don't like the set sometimes. Yeah. The set looks like a studio set. Yeah, it looks like a soundstage. It looks like a soundstage. And, like, I know that, like, it probably is. But for some reason, a lot of times, like, especially when I first watch this, I'm like, I'm not noticing that. But now that I'm older, I'm like, I just notice that, like, everything just looks so plastic and so artificial. Yes. Like, it doesn't feel real to me. And and there were some scenes where they did the outscenes. Outside scenes where they did shoot in um, in California. Yeah. Um, even though they're supposed to be in Costa Rica. And there's no redwoods in Costa Rica. But uh, whatever. Um, but I don't know. How did you feel about that? About how the, the, the visual the, of it? The visual of it. Um, when they I were like in... the T-Rexes that knocked the, the, the bus down. I thought those were pretty cool. Yeah, those were pretty cool. The Okay, so the overall, like... I liked seeing some of the other dinosaurs that were mentioned in the books mm-hmm. that they didn't add into the movies. Like, I think part of the whole thing in the first movie was get some of the biggies in there as far as yeah. the... We always, oh, we always have to have velociraptors. Yeah. T-Rexes. Uh, so I have a big problem with the velociraptors. Me too. Um, and it kind of is also a little bit of a problem in the book. Not as big as it is in the movie. Mm-hmm. But so in the, the first movie... In the first book, the the velociraptors and the intelligence of them is so focused on, like, you know, like where we, the, the velociraptor tries the door and mm-hmm. they, like, set traps and they, you know, whatever. Right. Like you, you get the sense that uh, they, they talk about how intelligent they are. Um, and so... You know, that's that's something that makes that very suspenseful because the T-Rex is just a big rampaging monster, mm-hmm. but the raptors are cunning and fast and smaller. Like, it's it's like a trade-off with things, um, and it makes them that much creepier. In this one, we don't really talk about that at all, and the book 
does still talk about it, but the book, the second book almost makes them, we don't focus as much on their intelligence mm. as we do their savagery sure. and how they're quick and whatever. But we still talk about it. They're not dumb, but we just don't talk about it as much. Um, the In this one, they are just dumber than a yeah. sack of hammers. And that bothers me a lot yeah. because like, it's like a complete change uh, you have where they start fighting with each other yes. at one point. Like they trick them into wrestling around and it's like, yeah, what? They yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're smart. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's what, um, you know, that's, that's part of what makes them suspenseful. So when, once they're not, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. There's a visually appealing scene. I think the stampede scene is very visually appealing. Yes, it was. Um, I think it's well done. Well, well, go ahead. That was a big toy grab. Yes. Because all of those vehicles that they drove in there were toys. You're, you're focusing on that because of that. Yes. And I think you're losing less of like everything else. Yeah. Because of that. This was just, to me, it was just a big mark. Like the, the studio wanted another chance to sell toys and that's what they got. There's one big scene that I want to talk to you about. But before we get to that big scene, there is one scene that uh, also everyone talks about and that's the gymnastics scene. Oh my God. With with, uh, Kelly, right? Yeah. Because she was in gymnastics, but she left the team. Right? Or she yes. got kicked out of the team or whatever? Yeah, she got kicked off. And then Jeff Goldblum's character is being, you know, chased by a Velociraptor. And she does a little, uh, you know, Gymnastics bar gymna- gym- gymnastic scene. Yeah, and on the uneven bars, like, yeah. Like Kevin and she's Bacon doing the Bruce. uneven bars. And she yeah. spins around. She's like, hey, Velociraptor. Hey, Velociraptor. And then, and then kicks she it? kicks it out the window. Everyone hates that scene. Well, it's stupid. That's why everybody so hates it. so stupid. Now, I think, if I remember right, she still has something similar to that. But it's more of like a, she swung down and just kicked. Not like a, not I'm going to do, dramatic, a, yeah, like, I'm yeah. do like a 14-minute uneven bars routine <laughs> before she finally kicks it out the window. Right, and then lands perfectly. And it's like, yeah, so then she, like, then she does a dismount. Yeah. And, yeah. 4.0. The East German judge gives her a bad score before being eaten. <laughs> oh, yes, probably. That's that's true. When did these books come out? On the 90s. 90s, okay. Uh, did Jurassic Park come out in like 89? It might have come out late 80s, early 90s. Because I was wondering, because when you said East Germany, I was like, well, maybe the, uh, no, no, the no, no. East yet? Germany was gone. Okay, I that's think. what I thought. I think but by the time this book came out, I think it we was already, gone. We already had Wings of Desire. Or we were, yeah, or we're getting close, so. Um, and then, obviously, when they bring the, the T-Rex to, they're going to bring him to San Diego. So this is not in, like, this is not the, no. the thing in the books. So. Originally, Steven Spielberg was like, we'll just not have it, and we'll keep it and put it in the third movie. And then he's like, there's no way I'm going to do the third movie. Yeah. So I'll just do it here in this. That irritates so, me. Okay, it would have made sense so when to I me to was, do it when I was telling you, I go, I think this is more of the script's fault. No, it's Steven Spielberg. It it's is. got Spielberg written all over it. Yeah, and it's him being Spielberg's self. Excuse me, I can't really talk. Spielbergian. Spielbergian. Whatever. I don't know Yiddish. What I mean, come on. So anyway, but <laughs> so anyway, they take him to, and then he gets loose. But there's. This scene where the boat comes and everyone's killed on the boat, and you pointed it out. Yeah, there's a small little capsule well, where the captain yeah. of the boat's at. It's the it's the bridge of the right. uh, of the that's hard to get ship. into, right? Yeah, it's like a room we've all seen into that. with doors and everything else. Either we've seen La Boat or or Below Deck, yeah, from Bravo, and we've seen that little <laughs> area, right? Yeah. It's hard to get into. So then we. Uh, how did he kill those people inside? Yeah. There's like the there's captain's no hand could, like, is still on the, uh, without still on the breaking wheel. that, there's no yes. way he could. So there's someone, the, the captain's hand's still on the the wheel yeah. of the boat. How was this boat? Like, I don't understand anything yeah. about and the, like, But they also said the crew was all over in there. So yes. he wasn't the only dead one in there. How did he get in there? It makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. But he's in the cargo hole too. Yes, so it's like, he is. Well, I don't Which somebody finally lured him in there and then died. Apparently. Okay, so that's how that happened. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Which we don't talk about. We just see. We just assume that everything's yep. fine. By by the way, around this time we have lost Kelly, 
We don't know where she's at. Yeah, Kelly. Kelly's and Kelly goes. She's just gone. She's gone. Vince Vaughn's, Vince Vaughn's gone. gone. So we don't know. Hey, just Vince Vaughn. Will you watch my daughter while we go to San Diego? Yeah. No, everybody's everybody just go leaves. to SeaWorld while we're you know is that where SeaWorld's at in San Diego? Yes. Yeah, oh, and yeah, because he made the joke about uh, San Diego is already no, they wanted to put in the oh, yeah. Jurassic Park San Diego. San Diego is already known for its, its animal animal exhibits. Uh, you have uh, the San Diego Zoo, SeaWorld, and the San Diego Chargers. It's uh, Arliss Howard, right? The, yes. Uh, the character actor Arliss Howard yes, that doing, I like in Rubicon and some other movies. Yeah. But he is awful in this movie because yeah, he he's doing an accent that he's not very well. Yeah. If he would have, if it would have only had been worse if he'd have gone pip, pip, why, do why does he have to have an accent? I don't know. Well, because he's, because he's, he's, he's related to, he's Hammond's nephew. Oh, he's Hammond's nephew. But that yeah. could... You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, really, he could have like a, you know, American yeah. parents. Yeah, we don't yeah. fucking know. Well, yeah. It's not like the kids are British. Right. It's like, geez, whatever. Um, so he uh, is in a rampage of San Diego yeah. going crazy, going to Blockbuster or whatever video yeah, stores so terrible. he goes to. There's a, a picture of King Lear. Yeah. The poster of King Lear Arnold starring Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger. King Lear. Which is a. Not a great joke because I'm just like, what? So it's actually in reference to The Last Action Hero, which came out at the same time that Jurassic Park, the first one, came out. So they're just making reference in this movie? Like, why do that? I don't know. Like, that movie came out, like, what, 93, 94? It's something. So it's th- like a three year old joke. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's a Robin Williams movie, too. Yeah, there, but that was that was Patch Adams. Oh, God, that movie's terrible. Yeah. Or no, no, no. It was, um, no, it wasn't. It was, um, Jack. Jack? Yeah. Again. Again. Also. Awful movie. Yeah. When, when, and I'm sorry if you like those movies. <laughs> I keep going awful movie. But, uh, no, those are terrible movies. Oh, yes. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Robin Williams. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's also, he's also one of those people that's. He's done so much that it's so hard to really yeah, believe that he's dead. Yeah. You know, Ron Williams, so. Well, I mean, you know, he's just like anybody. You got your ups and downs. They go he, to, but they for go every, to For this, every world according to Garp, you they have go to the like gas station they, in that thing, that 76, the yes. gas station thing, the, the ball rolls. Yeah. Because the T-Rex hit it off or something? Well, because they, they were. It's terrible. They're trying to find, so the, the plan is they figure out that, uh, that the, the Arliss Howard they took the baby T-Rex and uh, have it for like set aside for study or whatever. Yeah. And so uh, he's, they have it off site, which means that the T-Rex is trying to find it. So uh, they have the plan just like on the Island when it tracked the baby. So they go and they get the baby and put it in the back of their car um, in, you know, in their caddy or whatever it is, dinosaurs and Cadillacs, mm-hmm. uh, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Um, yeah. That's my favorite country and western bar. It was a was that a comic? What like cartoon? Dinos- Cadillacs well, and dinosaurs. Cowboys and dinosaurs, right? Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Cowboys and like that's the Cowboys and aliens. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Cowboys and aliens. <laughs> sorry. Which is also a comic. Daniel Craig. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yes. Yes. What's her name? What's yes. her name? Uh, British or Irish lady? The Irish lady. Oh God! Marina O'Hara. Name? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Irish lady. O'Hare. She's yeah, in what? Oh, okay, what the hell's Indian? her name? I'll think of it. Anyway, but um, it's an aside that does not need to go on in this no. podcast. Apartments.com. <laughs> Apartments.com. Ah, 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 ah. Um, so. Glasses. <laughs> so uh, they get the baby and they start to run. And then uh, they're like, okay, now we just got to hope it gets to us or we got to see how we got to get its attention. And all of a sudden, Julianne Moore looks up and she goes, oh, it knows. And you hear a bunch of wrecking stuff. And then the, the 76 gas station, like the ball, rolls by them. And they both go, ooh, ooh. and just slowly look at it. Ooh. And then they drive off with the T-Rex it's, chasing it. It's uh, This movie clocks in around two hours and nine minutes, which yeah. is about 20 minutes more than what it should be. The whole the whole San Diego thing should never have been there. No, it shouldn't be. But for some reason it is. Yeah. And it 
it goes on way too long. Yep. And it's it really knocks this movie down. And there there is a, a part where so it's rampaging downtown, but then somehow it ends up in the suburbs. And nobody feels it. Like nobody wakes up, no car alarms go off or anything like that. It's just walking in the suburbs because it wants to get something to drink. Mm-hmm. So it goes to somebody's pool and of course it knocks down their wall and like stomps around and everything you hear it shaking. And finally, a, one kid, one solitary kid wakes up and sees it out his it's window. It's always a kid. Yeah. And sees it out his window and he backs up and goes out to his parents' room and wakes them up. Yeah. And uh, you you had already seen like earlier, like the dog, their dog is barking at it. And when the T-Rex looks at it, it backs into its little dog house. Mm-hmm. So the kid finally gets his parents and uh, they're all stunned when they finally see it. Uh, but of course, they're arguing about why they don't believe in the whole way there. But then when they see it, they are paralyzed with fear. Then the kid takes a picture and it freaks out. And you realize uh, the dog house is hanging out of its teeth because yeah. it ate the dog. Uh, which at the time was people were really pissed about that. Because that was one of the cardinal things. Like, you don't kill kids and you don't kill... Which he did in both of these. You don't kill this kids. This movie starts with a kid dying. No, she doesn't die. She doesn't? No, ham, they... Well, it looks like she does. It looks like she did. But, uh... But that's pretty fucking dark to but start the, with. But, in, or, uh... Uh, Hammond says at the beginning, oh, oh she's fine, but, you oh. know, she was injured. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. It's pretty dark yeah. to start with. And so... Uh, like putting that in my mind. You're right. Yeah. He does say that though. Yeah, uh, but I, he probably had to. Yeah, because that was probably a line. They were probably like, the no, you're not really kill like, no, you kid. don't. Yeah. Um. But they like reuse that. Like this is They reuse that whole thing for the third movie, where the the rich people are on the island, or somebody's on the mm-hmm. island, and then you yeah. know, kid gets Whatever. attacked. Um. But then they finally bring the the baby uh, yes. T Rex to the pier cargo the, ship. Yeah, the cargo ship. Yeah. They trick the t-rex into it and yeah they uh trank them yes and close everything uh, and the baby eats arliss howard yeah yeah then they're at home and they yeah then they set them loose on they must take they must get it freed from the dock because this thing is crashed into the dock so they somehow get the boat freed don't ask and how. must take them back home you know that you know toy not the toy <laughs> i don't know what i was gonna say screw that joke yeah. The joke wasn't good anyway. Don't it wasn't good it. enough. Nope. Wasn't good Your enough. Your brain edited it, edited it out. Before <laughs> edited it, edited it out. Edited they knew it right out. away. Yeah. But uh, you've been juiced on that movie, but we do have our five questions. We do we? have five Let's questions. Let's do our five questions. I love I, our five I questions. I have to remember what they are. Okay. What do you think is the best part of this movie? Well, I'll tell you what's not so great about this movie. That I mean, Goldblum's okay, but I'd rather watch 10 Speed and Brown Shoe. Let's be honest. And you would too. <laughs> yeah. Um. He kind of phones. I mean, people are phoning it in in this movie. Yes, they are. He, including John Williams, by the way. I did not like this mm. soundtrack at all. No. I, I mean, the iconicness of the soundtrack of the first movie. Yes. Yeah, which gets boring. played at every high school band since the incarnation of this of the first movie. You hear it all the time. This movie just is not up to the power that can be the first movie, or or, or what the first movie brought. But uh, there are scenes in this movie, including when Julianne Moore he hits the glass and starts cracking. Yeah, there there is a tenseness to this movie that is a, that adds to a thrill ride. But by the time we hit San Diego, yeah, I've lost interest in, in yes. everything because I'm just like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah, but there are some tense moments into it, and all those tense moments with that bus and the two T Rexes trying to get. The baby back, I think, are probably the best part of the, this movie. Yes. Um, and so that's what I would say the best part of this movie is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and honestly, my part, the, the thing I like best about it is the dinosaurs. No. Um, I agree. This movie, though, out of any of them, has the least amount of dinosaur yes, interaction in it's it. It's crazy, though. But it's, like, It's very little. I feel like it goes so slow, though. Yes, it does. And I feel like Jurassic Park at least is we, whimsical at the beginning. We have tons of T-Rex time and we have tons of Velociraptor time, but we don't really see anything else. Like we have the one little Stegosaurus, Stegosaurus at the fight. Beginning. But like think about like before we focused a lot on the Brontosaurus and we right. saw a lot of that. It got up close to the Brontosaurus. We saw like the uh, they were in that stampede of the Gallimimus. I mean, there was all sorts of stuff. And this one, we see those things in like right. the one scene where they're all running. 
And then like we see kind of like, hey, I set them loose on your camp. But really, that's it as far as yeah. most other ones. We see three things in tons of them. We see a ton of T-Rex. We see a bunch of Velociraptors. And only, though, for like a few minutes. The Velociraptors are in a right. very encapsulated part They're of the They're really movie. not. They they don't like follow them around the island. They don't whatever. They're just like in their central area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the co-prompthamagmigs or whatever they're called, the mm-hmm. compies, the little like chicken dinosaur things. Mm-hmm. And those, I think the whole thing is because those were supposed to be, they played a, a prominent role in the first book. But they got left out of the movie because they were kind of like they were there, but they weren't really doing anything. Mm. Um, but those are what kill uh, Ian Hammond or uh, not book? Ian Hammond, but uh, John Hammond in the first book. Yeah. Uh, and they have the thing that normally said to John Ham. No, uh, the the thing that I don't like with this one, they leave, they leave out cool details like in the first one when they start biting John Hammond. He starts, or in the first book, he starts getting really woozy after they're biting him. Well, their saliva has almost like a paralytic thing. So when they all start biting him in mass, he's almost like he's getting slower and slower, which is when they get him. Yeah. And in this one, like they, they kill Peter Stormare and swarm him. But like, he's not like when they all bite him and they stand back, that would have been the perfect time for him to start getting dizzy or something, but they don't do that. They're just like, Hey, we're just going to attack you again. Yeah. But this, look, they, they could have, they set something up in the first movie when Newman takes that, the, the, uh, shaving cream thing and, yes. and, and steals a bunch of, of, of this stuff. But instead they just made another Island. You know what I mean? They're just are like, Hey, Island B over here. Yeah. I'm just like, whatever. But uh, yeah. is that the book? They have like another. Yeah, it's driven? a different island. Okay. Yeah. So I guess they're just being faithful to the book. Yeah, Isla Sora. Yeah. There's, What's five, there's five islands. Yeah. I think there's more dinosaurs in the movie Palm Springs than there is in, in, <laughs> in, in this it's movie. Um, but go ahead and watch Palm Springs. It's a good movie on Hulu. Yeah. Go ahead. No, second movie or uh, second, second question. Uh, would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Based on this movie alone, um, I would want to kind of see a little bit more. Yeah. Because there is that mythology that they are building yeah. through this. And this movie could have been better. Yeah. And they know it could have been better. Yes. But they just kind of, I feel, were like, let's get it going. Well, so we can get the popcorn seats going. Yeah. Well, and, and they kind of do. And so I kind of do. I want, I kind of, you yeah. know, knowing that there is. Yes. But in the, but third, based on it, the third movie, when they put that together, because a lot of it is just kind of, so I'll tell you what the why the, not make a like make a show out of it? I don't you know right. Well, the the third one is basically people complained that here is all this the stuff that was missing from the first movie. Like the first movie, the first book had pterodactyl stuff in it. Like they go through an aviary mm-hmm. where it's the pterodactyls. Very cool scene in the book. Left it out of the movie because it would have been too much to do. But they add that in the third one, right? And so there's all these things that they leave out of the the first and second books that they leave out of the first and second movies. They take those things and they kind of cobble those things that people were like, I wanted this or I wanted more of these things. And they put those together a lot into the third movie. That's why the raptors are smart again. Hey, they're setting traps and we have pterodactyls and we have these other things like they do a better job of. Being like, okay, okay, we 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 missed the mark on some is, things. Let's, is let's uh, is Crichton, Crichton died? Didn't he? Did he pass away? Uh, he I think Crichton died. I think he did. Yeah, because he because I remember his name being taken off of the ER because he created ER. Yeah, because he was a med student as well. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, yeah. but also it's like we have Jurassic World. Yeah. Which I told you I saw twice on mute in the hospital. Yeah. Which was terrible, I guess. I, I enjoy them. I have to watch it without the yes. The, but uh, yeah, um, what's our third question? Uh, well, I would personally. No, <laughs> I, would. I don't care about what <laughs> you don't care what I want. <laughs> no, okay, it's fair. Um, no, I would. Um, I would like to continue it, but I would almost continue it in a different way. Like, I would almost just based off this movie, I wouldn't have beat back the dinosaurs necessarily. 
what I probably would have done is I probably would have continued it, but I would have explained that like that captain where his hand was bitten off and he was still in there. Like it doesn't make sense why the T-Rex could get into that little ship room that maybe raptors or other dinosaurs stowed away on the ship and then have where now they're kind of infecting the mainland. Mm-hmm. Like now they're, they're, you know, having, they're reproducing on the mainland and now like, you know, the continent is like, dinosaur you know being taken over by dinosaurs i would have something more akin to that and have like a an actual be and actually make that jurassic world this is a movie or like you would or a tv show or what um i well i'm just thinking a movie but like a tv show would be fine too but i think it'd be cool to do that yeah but our third uh, question is brought to you by apartments.com apartments.com uh does this movie stand on its own no no. Yeah. Because you need, well, I mean, they have a mural that says Jurassic Park that on it. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Like, it didn't make sense. You need to know what happened in the first movie to understand Dr. Malcolm's dilemma, to understand yeah. and his, like certain things about it. Yep. It just does not hold on its own. I don't think it does. No, I, I would agree with that. It's you know. really... Because they even introduce characters like they basically you have to know that's what happened in the first one yeah. to know why John Hammond's kind of down and out and why InGen mm-hmm. is taking over mm-hmm. with stuff. Sure. So makes sense. Um, would does this make you want to watch the first one? There's a nostalgia aspect that always makes me want to watch the first one. Yeah, I like the first one. Um, I'm going to tell you straight up. Um, I'm kind of like one of those people that first watched it and did not get why people were excited but i never watched it in the theater mm. then i rewatched it and i was like oh i get it it's stylized in a way that it reminds me of oh the old school spielberg it reminds me of jaws yes and how like it like less is more until you get to the big crescendo and you get the t-rex and the jurassic park sign falls down yes which is so iconic and then you feel it like you like that movie you feel in your bones. Yes, you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's so great about that movie. Yeah. Is that it just feels like you're there a lot in the movie. There's a distance in this movie that makes me not want to watch the first one. Yeah. Because I'm like, if this was the only this was the first one I watched, yeah. I would think that well the first one's probably not yeah. that great either. There's probably that distance I have with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, that first one is just so spot on. There's everything. Everything goes right in that movie. Yes. You know, everything down to the T in that movie. Yeah. You know. Uh, I would say that, so the um, the first movie, I think watching the second movie doesn't make me want to watch the first no. one because it still, it makes, still leaves my memory of it Although a little I will. bit. Because I'm, yeah I, yeah, I definitely will. Mm. But it makes me go, because I, I know the second one is coming. <laughs> so like it kind of ruins the first one for me a little bit. I can tell you what it does though. Um, it makes me want to read the books. Yeah, it makes it, it did me too, especially when you were talking about it. Yes, but like just in highly, general, highly recommend yeah. reading the books. Mm. Mm. So fourth question: Would you Wait, watch fourth or fifth one? We're in the fifth one. We're on the fifth one. Oh great! I didn't Some of your experience there. in two words. <laughs> Uh, dino bites, meaning this one kind of bites a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are my two words. Plus, I kind of miss those Flintstone vitamins that you used to get when you were younger. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I've taken all these pills. Not like those, not like that oatmeal where you would pour the stuff on the little dinosaurs that come out of the I never had that, but I had those, like the sponges, like where the capsules. Yes. I had those, but. I had, so I had the, you remember I bought, (laughs) for the listeners, I bought, I, when I was a kid, I used to get these things. My grandma would get them. We had to get those things where they were like pills that you'd put it in the yeah, water the and turn into the sponge. Yeah. But that we had like other Benadryl. ones where you would put them in water and they would grow. I tried Benadryl once. <laughs> Didn't you? Yeah. They would, uh. It just, it's allergies popped out. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> just ragweed yeah. everywhere. Um. Me- someone on meth just popped out. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh. No, but they had these, that you'd get them, they'd be like little plastic dinosaurs, but you'd put them in water and they would expand. And so they'd be big and they'd be squishy. I don't and then that. they I would dry out, they would shrink Shrinky dinks that would shrink. No, it wasn't that. Okay. But I bought some and I tried doing them at home 
And I was when like, was oh, this? Brad, remember these? Wait, like, no, I don't remember them. It was, Bobby said I don't remember them. We did them. that at our townhouse back in the day. But I probably said I didn't remember them. Yeah. Because I think you got them at, like when you watch The Great Space Coaster, which doesn't exist. It does exist. Okay, whatever. You take you in your polka dot door and you shove Oh, them. you take your Great Space Coaster and shove it. All right, we love each other. <laughs> we, <do. laughs> we love you guys. And so, uh, well, we can mean, I say what my two words are? No, again, you don't, I don't even really want care. Me to answer any no, of these I don't want things. you to answer anything. No. Welcome back to Bradley and Jeremy's News mm. Podcast. No, I just don't want you to. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's my show now. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Uh, what's your two two words? Uh, extinction event. Oh, I think that this is because something... I took Dido bites away from you. No, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, I think my whole thing is like this movie just like it kills my passion oh, for like the, like I was so I so loved the first movie and like I love the books and all this stuff and like this came out and I was just like and you were super excited I, to I watch it. Was like I saw I, this in the theater. I, was I don't know what to think about it. the world. Like <laughs> I was just so like disoriented from this. Like it it just seems like everything the the wrong kind of stuff like you always hear these stories about hollywood things where they're like well sure like i remember uh, hellboy when hellboy was going to come out originally and the studio heads asked mike mignola they said well can he like shape shift back into like a handsome guy during the day and he tra- transforms the hellboy later let's give him a a hellmobile. It'll be a cool car that he drives that we can sell toys from. And like, <laughs> he was like, no, I'm getting the beast from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> but no, it was seriously, it was like these things where it's, he, they try to like, they, they want to put their studio input about stuff when they don't really get it. And that's what I feel like freaking happened here was that it was like, they, they were, everybody wanted to put in their moment to be like, I want to make a cheesy trope or I want to put in like more toy, you know, sale well, gimmicks. Yeah, like, and this like, is the, this is the, one of the darkest Jurassic parks, right? Yeah. Why, why are you selling toys for this? Yeah. Ugh, whatever. I mean, wouldn't it be better in the next one when there's like a kid who's like, I've learned how to live with the dinosaurs. And I don't like, know. I've never seen it. You haven't seen the third one? No. Uh, yeah. It's not great either. Well, whatever. They, yeah, it's not great. Well, I would watch it. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Let's watch it right now. Right now, you all have to like, listen, listen to us, to us while it. we stop. We will. We just listen to us watch it. <laughs> is that a new podcast? It's a new podcast. Welcome well, to a new podcast. The you trace where we're going <laughs> to describe the video that you're watching, and then people have to guess it. I wonder what that is. <laughs> Village videos. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, so your two words were like prehistoric aged. Well, we're not even close. Extinction event. Well, you know, I don't listen to you. You know that. That's <laughs> true. You know, I don't. You know, What'd you say? I don't know. It's about 430. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that like before uh, we go or anything like that. Oh, do we have to? Yeah, we do. Uh, um, I, I think we should say some, this movie for at least two more seconds. So I think we should say some thank yous to people too. We should say some. It's been it's people. been we've been gone for a while. We have. And we, we hope you enjoyed this episode because we didn't. And, oh no, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. No, we. So we actually watched a movie and we're going to record. Um, and then we watched the wrong movie. Well, yeah, it wasn't. It was not the greatest thing to come back on. But we you had know. we had stopped for a little bit because with everything going but on, Jurassic in the world, world or Jurassic Park. Yeah, with everything going on in the world, like, you know, we took a little bit of a break, uh, and when we were ready to come back shortly after that, we yeah. got sick. We decided so, to do dinosaurs because we didn't want you to think we're extinct. There you go. Did you get it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why, what I said. It's a joke, <laughs> I guess. But but I think that, like, we should definitely say some thank yous because... Yes, we should. I mean, I've we, got some thank yous. We had a lot of people, like, uh, we have, you know, personal friends, of course, who looked out for stuff, but, you know, for those of you who podcast or you know, follow a lot of podcasts, you know, a lot of times this community is a bit of a family. Um, and so like, I want to just say, make sure that we say some special thank yous to, um, as an example, the, the no phony podcast network. Very much so. We love yeah. those guys. Um, and a lot it's of so things, nice. you know, they've been very supportive of us. They were watching. I actually, um, it was shortly after I got out of the hospital. One day I got a message on my personal, like my personal Facebook messenger and like, through Facebook and through a couple other sources and like 
all the emails and all these things popped up all at once. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And yeah. I looked, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, Jay Ray, uh, formerly of politics with dummies. Um, he is, he was trying to get a hold of us. Like he was worried. The whole group was worried about us. And, uh, he wanted to make sure we were okay. He, uh, you know, they, they were all looking out for us and they wanted to make sure we were going to get back on mm-hmm. track. Um, and I know that sometimes, you know, that would be where a, uh, you know, you might step away from your podcast, not come back to it, but like they were very encouraged about, um, making sure that we were, you know, going to be there. So, and his, he, in the meantime, he started a new podcast and ab, an absolute nobody. So like, it, a lot of things changed while we <laughs> were gone. That's wonderful. So things, um, things have but, changed. But, you know, like we had people. Yeah. Uh, we had like. Uh, Specifically like, uh, I know Herman James reached out. Herman James. Which, yeah, uh, he's wonderful. Talking uh, Cod Swallop. Yes. Gemma from Talking Cod Swallop reached out. We had. Uh, oh, the Brooks. The Brooks yes. podcast. They were very supportive of, of me when I was going through. A lot. Yeah. Um, you know, the the folks over at uh, Release the Clowns, they all reached out. And really, like, you know, we had Did people... Did that damn Alex reached out? <laughs> damn you. We, we had a ton of people uh, just through the actual... Um, the actual, like, network itself. Reaching mm-hmm. out, keeping tabs on us, making sure we're sure. okay. Yeah. Um, I think Sean over at the What Does It Matter podcast. Sure. He's not on our network, but... Uh, He's not on our network. Sean, Sean is a big supporter of, yes. uh, of me and uh, wanted to make sure. I was actually on his his show and it hadn't been released yet. And then once I was in the hospital and didn't know he released it. Um, so that's a fun episode to go back to and listen to. So... Uh, Listen to his show because he's fun and he's a big supporter of wearing masks. So wear a damn fucking mask. You Court over at Cinema Psyops was yes. huge. Uh, he was getting hold of us. Gary a Hill. Lot of people, yeah, Gary Hill. A lot of people over at uh, at their network, um, you know, they they reached out mm-hmm. um, and made sure we were okay just because we have so many, like, connections between them. They yeah. checked on us. Um, so I just, you know, in general, thank you to our fans. Thank you to our friends. Thank you to you know, other podcasters mm. who reached out and made sure that we were okay when Some we, guy named we were suddenly MIA. Miller Light Buddha. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Miller Light Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> and and L S D. Uh <laughs> the uh no the but yeah, a lot of people uh were very supportive. Um Yeah. And so thank you to everybody so, who It's not who hoax people. Us. Don't think it's a hoax. Yeah, please, 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 please. please. This is our plea for you to be Take care of yourselves. Be, you know, protect yourselves. But like, right. also, you know, we're we're one community. Whether it's, you know, yeah, we're a podcast community, but you know, our our country and our world, we're communities in and of right. themselves. And so we don't get too political on this podcast. Yeah, but, um, it's know. and and that's not what it is. But we are we're one community, and you need to like, you do these kind of things, and you you wear your mask, you do things to protect not just yourself but others, and like you you do it because it's under the uh under the auspice that like if you you do it to protect others and they should do it to protect you right and so it's it's going to be up to all of us to work together and so we can tell you firsthand like you know you can protect yourself and do all the right things um but unless everybody is participating you know you can get hit so please 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 take care of yourself and others yes do that and uh folks remember uh we're going to be doing some more uh, dinosaur movies. Yes, more dinosaur movies. Uh, next week we're gonna, or a couple weeks from today. With, now with fifty percent less preachiness, <laughs> we're gonna be doing uh, the Land Before Time too. I don't know if there's a colon behind that, but we'll figure that out. Colon colon time uh, for land. Time more to get more landy. Um, Martin Landy. Um, but you remember, see Martin Landy. Remember and come back for uh, more terrible jokes. But remember, folks, the sequel is king. <laughs>